0: Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectabet and I'm delighted to be joined by Greg Browning for another look ahead to this weekend's best bets. How's it going, Greg? I'm good, thank you.
1: Very well. I'm looking and forward to this got. weekend's action.
0: Indeed, we've got a, a truly international podcast this weekend. You are joining us from Spain and David Weatherstone is joining us from Norway. How's it going, David?
2: Um very well. I'm, I guarantee it's colder here than it is in Spain. <laughs> I
0: was uh, going to say, two, <laughs> two extremes of weather. What's, what's what the temperature there? That, that is the case.
1: That is the <laughs> case. <laughs> it's, it's,
2: uh, it's a barley 10 today. Minus 10.
0: And Greg, how what's it looking like where you are?
2: 22, 23 today. Jeez.
0: I'm somewhere. I'm somewhere in between in sunny. I mean, the Glasgow. sun
2: is shining. Well, it's just about to go down, but it is. It's shining.
0: Well, at least that's something. Uh, you've had to fight your way through the snow this week, though, have you not?
2: I have. We've had a lot of snow. We've had cold. It's been yeah. It's been a. It's been a heavy week of the weather, but um, there's no sign of the positive numbers coming back to the temperature uh, this week. So.
0: Uh, or for a few just, months, probably. I'll just
2: dug in. Just dug in. Anyway, anyway. Uh, and Greg, uh, a well
0: earned break for yourself uh, after a, what was a tremendous end to the month on the channel.
1: Yeah, it was a roller coaster month, in November. Um, to, to be fair, probably due to a poor month. And at one point, I think a week ago, it, it was going to be a really disappointing month. Lots of hard luck stories, but we managed to hit a 20 to 1 winner last Tuesday. And a big shout out to channel favourites. Looking awesome, like Talbot. Yes, yeah, Monday uh, we Talbot. I bought them at 13 to one, 14 to one on the Monday, and they went off. At, I think 12 to five actually. That, short as that was, was it? a great spot, and great to see so many people get the 14 to one on that. Yeah. Uh, we finished up on I think Tuesday night with a Serie B goal special, all seven matches over 1.5, that brought us back into the black for the month. So it was a disappointing month, but it was still a profitable month. And, I think yeah, and it's now 15 out of 18 months profit to be started, which is great. Yeah, tremendous stuff. Um,
0: and it also just kind of speak to the fact that we always preach the value of looking at it long term rather than short term as well. You know, things can turn around very quickly.
1: Yeah, I think most people get that. Some people can be fickle sometimes, but ultimately a, a bad couple of weeks doesn't dictate the next 12 months. So yeah. there, there may be bad weeks, but ultimately long term wise, as November proved... Even with a few days left to go you can still get back into profit which we yeah. did so really pleased but i've got a really busy in december coming up so looking to get back on track in december
0: yeah loads of games in december so uh we will keep you informed of all the best bets over the course of december through the podcast and on the channel so just keep an eye out for that uh, so this week on the podcast we're going to have a look at norway towards the end with david and um, david things are getting i suppose some issues can be decided this weekend with just two games to go.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, at both top and bottom could be decided this weekend. Um, both the Gleams are at home, <coughs> at home against Bran uh, this weekend, which is a huge game for both clubs. Bran uh, trying to themselves so- getting relegated, which would be a huge surprise. Both the Gleams with a win, and if Molded don't beat Lillestrim, Gleamt would be the champions again for their second consecutive year. Um so yeah, at the bottom, as I say, Bran try to save himself, them and Dylan locked on twenty two points. Currently both going down with Stabak three points above them and in that relegation playoff spot, um the three of them it's battling out to try and avoid the automatic drop. So yeah, things are heating up in the football and not the <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll uh, we'll cover some of those games in detail, certainly plenty to play for, which should make for some entertaining games uh, this Sunday. So we'll get to those pretty shortly. But first, we're going to have a wee look at the Scottish games this weekend. Uh, We've got a full premiership card over Saturday and Sunday. Four games Saturday, two games Sunday. Uh, And let's kick off with... Aberdeen v St Mirren, Greg um, Aberdeen got a, a much needed win last night at Livy off the back of three defeats but they still find themselves in the bottom half um, St Mirren are now seven without a win um, and we kind of spoke pre-season about how St Mirren might struggle to score goals and that's not really been the case this season but they've now only scored one in the last five
1: Yeah, it was an absolutely massive win for Aberdeen I, think, I thought about taking them actually, they're four to five um, last night to beat Livy. Just a little bit short, I think, given the way Aberdeen have been playing, but a huge three points and it sets them up nicely now for this game against goals shy St Mirren. Yeah. Looking back over Aberdeen's home form recently, I think it's probably worth calling out they've beaten Aberdeen, one, they've beaten Hibs 1 0, they've beaten Hearts 2 1, and they've now beaten Livy 2 0. So I think three wins in the, in the last four home games. As you say, St Mirren just can't buy a goal. At the moment, one goal in five. 0-0 again last night. They've got a really tough run as a game's coming up, St Mirren. I guess the disappointing thing for Jim Goodwin is their last four matches have been against the bottom four sides in the league. Mm -hmm. St Johnston, Dundee, Livingston, Ross County. And they've failed to win any of those four matches. So, really disappointing. It's runs like that. That's the sort of games you have to be picking points up from. Especially at home. I think they'll be really disappointed last night, St Mirren, to have only drawn 0-0 against Ross County, another point on the board, but another match with a field to score. In terms of the markets for this one, Aberdeen even money, 11-10 actually with Bolingham Hill, right. which I think is worth backing, just on the basis that one Aberdeen won last night, they're back at home again, and St Mirren, as I said,
0: really struggling to score goals. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose the only negative in the, the Aberdeen column is that St Mirren are unbeaten in four against Aberdeen, um, they've actually done pretty well against them recently, but. Well, sorry on that I know.
2: Note, yeah, yeah. On
1: that note, before you ask it,
2: when was the last time St Mirren beat Aberdeen at Pittodrie in the league? Two
1: thousand
2: and three. Nah, it's just more recent than that. It was two thousand and eleven. <laughs> but I'll give you fifty quid if you get the goal scorer.
0: Thomas
1: Stickrot. <laughs> <laughs> My submission knowledge from 2011. God, I Gareth Wardlaw.
2: Oh, I've oh, um, that um, yeah. fame. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure
1: Dev McDonald
2: would have been right in there on the buzzer. <laughs> that, that, well, that's I think. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I think Aberdeen. I think I know we talk about it quite often teams outside the old firm better than evens, kind of avoid. But I think that's a decent price for Aberdeen off the back of a win
1: and being at home against a team struggling to score. There's been five penalties now in the last 10 meetings between the sides at Patodri, which I, I seen earlier. And looking at Sitminen's corner count, I spoke to Dev on Monday and he said to me, Don't back Sitminen Corners against Ross County. We're missing Tanzer. We won't get any. Last night they hit, I think, 13 last night.
0: Aye. Listen, <laughs> Dev, Dev told us that Motherwell were pish. Motherwell, have, since then i <laughs> climbed up to what f- <laughs>
1: fifth in the table. Uh, three points off heart. So aye, okay. He's not here to defend himself, so we should go easy on him. But it's <laughs> l- true. On that note, looking at them's corner stats the last six matches, they've hit eight, eight, four, seven, seven, and thirteen. So they've hit seven or more corners now in five of their last six games, and they're five to six to get just four. So I think I'll be taking that as well. That's at sky Bay. Um I still try to find markets elsewhere but St to at four corners against Aberdeen at 5-6 to six is worth backing, I think.
0: OK. I think for me, the bet is just an Aberdeen win, right? especially yes, if you're getting yeah. better, than, better than even money. Uh, it's definitely worth taking on. OK, it should be a crack at Easter Road, Aberdeen uh, v Molleville. Um I suppose Hibs can probably count themselves unlucky not to take something from the game against Rangers last night, a late penalty for Rangers, 1-0. But it's now just 1-1-7. For Hibs, um, albeit in between that time they've, they've qualified for the, the League Cup final, having beaten Rangers 3-1, uh, they find themselves six points behind Motherwell with uh, two games in hand. So a massive game for Motherwell here. If they can win this and put a nine-point gap between themselves and Hibs in that you know, fifth to
1: sixth place, that's big at this time of the season, eh? It's huge. I think for Motherwell as well, you just don't know what Motherwell said will turn up. they mm-hmm. got a good result against United on, on Tuesday. But they're just one of these teams that you expect them to win and they get beat. You expect them to get beat and they win. Um, the travel to Easter Road, again, Hibs, odds on at home against the Motherwell side, who you'd have to say are in probably decent shape at the moment. A really tough game to call. As you say, 1-1-7 in for Hibs is terrible. It's absolutely yeah. terrible. I know they've had a tougher results. And that game they did win doesn't really count because that was against St Johnston. So... <laughs> Take that out of the mix. Yes, they have beaten Rangers just to get to the cup semi to get to the league cup final. But this is a match where Hibs fans will be expecting to win this. But I definitely could not be backing Hibs in this match. I think for me, looking at Motherwell cards possibly, I think Motherwell cards, they got another three or four against United on Tuesday. They are the league's highest card count team in the league. And one thing I did not know was between Motherwell, their home corner stats are the worst in the league. They're only hitting 3.1 corners a home game, but away from home they're hitting six, which is the third best in the league.
0: That's interesting because they've actually got a good record at home. They're, they're only they're third in the kind of home table behind Hearts and Celtic.
1: Yeah, it's quite, it's quite a variance between their home and away mm-hmm. from corner wise. Yeah. So I think they're a decent price of five to four to get five against Hibs on, on on Saturday. It's probably a match I'll stay away from, but I'd be keen to see what sort of what sort of place we can get. On, on cards in this match, especially given Motherwell's uh, card performances this season so far. Yeah, I think
0: this is one of our golden rules, Greg, kicking in here in the podcast, is don't back Cubs
1: uh,
0: at odds against.
1: Yeah, don't sorry, back Cubs uh, on. <laughs> on. I think as yeah. well, no result here would be a surprise. It's yeah. a really difficult game to, to, to work out, probably best left alone.
2: David? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it is a hard one to call. I do think there'll be goals in it. Like if you look at Motherwell, mm-hmm. goal record. They're, they're only Dundee and Ross County have conceded more goals, but only uh, only the top three have scored more. So I think uh, it could be a game of goals in it, especially Easter Road. You'd expect Hibs to be involved in the goals as well. So yeah, yeah, should be. probably probably goals would be what I'd be looking at if I was looking at anything in this game.
0: Agreed. That, that uh, opening game of the season, um, when they yeah, played each other, uh, Hibs won 3-2, and it was a really, really, really good game that, that day. So hopefully for the people that are going along to the game, they'll we'll get a decent game tomorrow, but it's uh, probably no-bet for us in this one. Uh, the third game up on Saturday is Rangers at home to Dundee. Uh, Rangers doing okay under new manager Giovanni van Bronckers, three wins from three games. Um, an interesting start, to this game is that Rangers have scored four goals in their last four meetings against Dundee. At Ibrooks, uh, just for anyone interested, over three and a half Rangers goals is 12 to 5. Mm-hmm. However, uh, Dundee are the form team in the league outside Celtic and Rangers at the moment. Um,
1: can they go to Ibrooks and, and get anything, Greg? Probably not, but it's, it's the best Dundee you've been playing this season mm-hmm. in a really good run of form at the moment. Just off the back of your Rangers stats, I think Rangers have won this match 4 0 now in five of the last 10 games. So definitely a history of goals in this match. Probably in terms of betting angle, Dundee corners here is interesting. They are 5-6 to six to hit just three corners. Now, bearing in mind they've hit three or more corners now in 14 of their 15 league games. Mm-hmm. And they've hit three or more now in their last six away games. I think that 5-6 to six on Dundee corners looks good. Yeah. Especially given that Rangers haven't kept many clean sheets this season. Yeah. Especially at home, I think last season you were uh, an advocate of Rangers to win to nil. Yeah, but this not
2: season this season. They have
1: been losing quite a lot of goals at home. Dundee are playing well. They played really well last night against St Johnson, To be fair, and I, I think they're more than capable of grabbing just three corners at Ibrox on Saturday.
0: Yeah, they scored, scored goals as well. Dundee. They? they seem to have, you know, found that goal threat that was missing early in the season that we all thought was maybe there within the team, but um, they seem to be seem to have found it at the moment. Uh, David, any angles for you on this game?
2: Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. Just uh, on Rangers, obviously new manager and stuff. I, I was just looking through Twitter last night, and I know quite a few Rangers fans talking about how how deep the fullbacks were, which is interesting given uh, given how many goals Tavernier scored the last uh, however many years. It'll um, be interesting to see how him and Barisic how effective they are in games now if they're not. Um, if they're not pushing on as high as they used to be. So it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see if Rangers maybe stop scoring as many as they were under Gerrard, um and maybe starting to tighten up a little bit more uh, under Van Brockhurst. I wonder if that'll affect their corner count as well if they're not playing with advanced fullbacks. Yeah,
0: think it could do. Possibly something to keep an eye out for. OK, last but not least on Saturday is... Obviously, match of the day. Greg, can't wait for this one. Uh, St Johnson v. Rose County. Uh, oh. And betting, betting aside, I know it's a betting podcast, but you must be starting to get concerned about
1: St Johnson's chances this season. I've always said, as long as Livingston are in the league, we won't go down oh. as the bottom team. And I stand by that. It's the same with Hamilton or Livingston in the league. We won't finish bottom. But in the position <laughs> where we're in this position every season, have a really poor start to the season. By about November, December time, fans are starting to panic, but come the new year, we always tend to get a lift and go and get our results. I must admit though, looking through social media, a lot of fans are worried at the moment. Mm-hmm. Our goal threat is non-existent, our midfield is non-existent, and it's it's quite worrying times. And it's definitely Callum Davison's first real test now as a manager um, since he joined the club in terms of turning things around. Mm-hmm. And we've got a home game against Ross County who picked up another draw for them last night. I think they could have snatched win at the end, actually, to be fair. Yeah. Although, saying that, still a steward's inquiry on how Ross County managed to go 48 minutes without getting another corner. <laughs> uh, not that I'm bitter. But this match itself, you could not back St. Johnson at 65. You just couldn't. No. they have scored 16 goals in 27 home games. Wow. Which is absolutely dreadful. Yeah. It's dreadful. It's so bad. I think in this match here, although Ross County did us last night, which I'm still a bit pissed off about, they are 5-4 to, to get five corners against us on, on Saturday. And uh, Looking at the card count, we've hit 3, 3, 2, 4, 5 and 6 cards in our last six home games. I call mother with a hatchet man on Scottish football. Tell you what, we're like two cards behind them this season. Um, we've got a lot of pickings, a lot of sending off at the moment and it's a game would not be picking a winner but there's definitely an angle here in cards and in corners and i think we've had four or more cards now in the match in the last 11 games in perth so definitely a, a cards angle here but i do quite like the look of ross county at five corners No fancy their chances coming to perth for the weekend well i was going to ask are ross county a bit of value at 12 to five but you'd have to say so mm-hmm. um you'd have to say so our form is really poor at the moment not scoring goals Fans are kind of there's a real appetite at the moment about the club. Mm. I'd say yeah. after such a good season last season, Um and Ross County two to five certainly not a would not be a shock if Ross County won this.
0: Yeah, and if they do win, then they'll they'll leapfrog St Johnstone in the table as well.
1: Yeah, it's very tight the bottom end of the table. You've probably got five teams all kind of fighting it out: Man Livingston, Ross County, us, and Dundee. Mm-hmm. So it's very very tight. Um, we need to get a win because these are the sort of results you have to get points from. But yeah, 65 for St Johnson, far too short, and you'd have to say that probably lies a bit of value here with uh, with Ross County. Mm-hmm.
0: And looking at Saints' goal record, David, the last <laughs> six, six meetings between the sides, have finished 1 1, 1 1, 0 1, 1 1, 1 0, 0 0. I don't think we're going to get a classic here, are we? <laughs>
2: No, I mean, 15 games into the season and they've scored nine goals is absolutely embarrassing. I think they've scored they've scored more than one in one game and seven times they failed to score or something. I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's just not good enough and it is very, very worrying. I think... Um, to, be I mean, fair, teams, to be fair, I mean, they,
0: yeah. they can be hard to beat. I mean, they've only conceded 15 as well. When you consider yeah. the team, teams round about them have conceded 27, 22,
2: 24... I mean, value for money in your season ticket. Oh, it's <laughs> and, uh, the worst value <laughs> ticket in the universe.
1: It's dreadful. It really
2: is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really poor and it's worrying. And obviously, Livingston are struggling to score a bit as well. But um, yeah, uh, usually they do pick up towards towards the winter time, and maybe that's when they can grind out some results. But yeah, I don't see them. that being a big uh, free-scoring uh, game on Saturday. That's for sure.
0: Okay, so there might be a corner angle, Craig, but we do think that Ross County are the, the outright value at twelve to five here. Um and it's not going to be not going to be too many goals under two and a half goals pays eight to thirteen, which is no no real surprise. Okay, moving on to Sunday, we've got a uh, lunchtime kickoff at twelve o'clock, Dundee United host Celtic. And the way the fixtures are panning out for Celtic. They seem to be chasing their tails a wee bit at the moment because Rangers fixtures seem to be uh, ahead of them. Celtic play hearts tonight as as we record uh, the podcast Um, and that's going to be a tough one for them. That's going to be a a good game tonight at Celtic Park. But looking ahead to Sunday, um, Dundee United have kind of fell away a wee bit in the last few weeks after a brilliant start to the season. It's now just 1-1 in six but it probably takes some heart in the fact that they held Celtic to a 1-1 draw at Celtic Park earlier in the season.
1: Yeah, I think to maintain the start they had, United was always going to be hard, mm-hmm. especially given the fact they have grounded out lots and lots of 1-0 wins. So it is 1-2 and 1-2-6. But they've got points in the Bordeaux, um, which a lot of clubs don't have. Yeah. So I think Tam going to be pretty happy still how the season's panned out. A bit of a free hit for them on Sunday. Not expected to get anything from the match. With the Celtic, as you say, pressure's on, especially tonight. With Rangers getting that last-minute dubious penalty last night. You, you have to say that the game for Celtic tonight is an absolute must-win. Celtic can't afford not to win tonight against Hearts.
2: Yeah.
1: And it'll be the same again on, on Sunday. You'd fully expect Rangers to beat uh, Dundee on the Saturday. So, like you say, going into that match on Sunday again, having to get a result. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about this time of the season. Is it a lot of pressure on Celtic in every match, and Rangers. But it's not probably yeah. a place they'd like to be, having to get a result just to keep in touch with Rangers. Yeah, I guess it can work both
0: ways, can't it? If, if Rangers are to drop any points, then it gives Celtic the initiative the following day or, or whenever they play. But yeah, you'd much rather probably play the game, get the points on the board, and then see what your
1: rivals can do the next day. Um, so yeah, it is, it is a kind of pressure situation for Celtic as long as Rangers keep in winning. In terms of the betting angle here, I think you have to look at Celtic corners at the moment. They're absolutely batting in the corners, Celtic yeah. domestically. Um, United at home... Maybe I a feel themselves, probably a few cards as well for them. But yeah, I think probably looking at Celtic on the bet builder here um, and including some Celtic corners and that will, will be good.
0: Yeah, there's no corner markets out as we speak, apart from total corner counts. No uh, individual team corner markets at the moment. The only one that really appealed to me so far is uh, Celtic minus three on the corner handicap, which is even money. Um, Celtic, I think they're averaging about nine, nine plus corners. Uh, per game, um, I think he got fifteen against Aberdeen last weekend. So yeah, Celtic corners have been really profitable this uh, this season so far. David, anything from you
2: for this game? Uh, I think uh, it's going to be tough for Dundee United. Obviously, they haven't haven't been great recently. Um, another team that's struggling a little bit to score goals, I think. But um, yeah, just Celtic, obviously scoring and conceding goals. At the, at the plenty this year, um, I think yeah, Jota, just on Jota, he just looks absolutely fantastic, and I really enjoyed watching him this year. He's um, one to keep an eye on, definitely for the future, and I think uh, I think he's definitely going to be likely to score again in the weekend. He seems to be a great form. Yeah, it's a good shout. I mean, uh, he's he's popping up with some some big goals for Celtic
0: as well. He's thirteen to eight uh, to score at any time. Uh, yeah. At Tanner Dyson, there's probably worse space you have than that, uh, given the forum That he's in at the moment uh, And the last game on the Premiership this weekend Is uh, at Livingston against Hearts and again, as we mentioned, Hearts playing tonight So we're kind of doing, we're kind of previewing this game I'm A wee bit blind uh, But Livy, Greg are now winless in five Drawn three, lost two um, And I guess a St Johnson fan, you'll be hoping that
1: run continues I hope they get absolutely battered tonight <laughs> on, on Sunday, sorry, uh, Livingston I think for Hearts though I think it's worth calling out. Hearts have turned Tynecastle into a fortress this season. But away from home, though, the, the jury's still out. They're not one in five away from home now, Hearts. You'd imagine that'll be six tonight. So I think Hearts fans will be fully expecting them to go to Livingston and get three points. They are even money, Hearts, on on Sunday. Keen to see how they get on tonight. But Livingston, though, aren't in a great place. I think reading their game last night, Aberdeen were in complete control last night of that match. And I think the myth now about Livingston's home form keeping them up is yeah. definitely a myth. Their, their home form this season has been dire. They've only collected four points from 21 at home this yeah, season.
0: Having had that reputation, they've actually now got the worst home record in the league.
1: Yeah, which is quite unbelievable when you think about the previous seasons. Livingston made it very, very difficult for clubs to go there yeah. on the plastic pitch, but not this season. But I'm still just worried about Hearts' away form. they're a different proposition at home Hearts at Tynecastle, but away from home no wins in fives, three draws and two defeats Um, I think this match for me possibly looking at cards for Livingston I think we called them out on Sunday they got three bookings last night they've had three or more bookings now in seven of their last 11 games and they've had two or more cards now in ten of their last 11 so again another club who rack up a lot of cards, I I don't see that being any different on, on Sunday
0: yeah, David. This is a game where there's not been many goals uh, in meetings between the two sides. Of the last ten meetings, only two have finished over two and a half, and only three have finished over over one and a half. So, um, yeah, it's been it's not been the the most exciting
2: fixture in the Premier League. No, side. and there's not been there's not been a, a many games where both teams have scored either. If you're looking yeah. sort of looking back, there's only like yeah one game since 2015 that both teams have scored in. So obviously Livingston were out of the division, so our hearts a little bit. But um, yeah, I don't think it will be a, a, yeah a lot of goals in this one. And it's funny how the plastic pitch doesn't get too much of a negative press <laughs> when they're not winning games. Uh, so like I said, that's an interesting thing to keep keep note of. As soon as they start winning, it will be the pitches fault.
0: Pitch, I, but, uh, uh, I just think Hearts here 23 to 20 I should probably win, shouldn't they?
2: Yeah, I think so. It's a decent it's a decent price. They've obviously got a far better squad than Livingston. It's just whether or not they recover from Celtic Park in three days. Obviously Livingston have got the extra day.
0: Yeah, just looking at the league table, you know, if Hearts were 45, you wouldn't really argue with it. So I think kind of 23 to 28 is actually not a bad price. OK, that's the Premiership covered. We'll have a wee look at some of the kind of key games in the World League, starting with Friday night's game, which I think is live on TV, Greg, on BBC Scotland, and it's in the SV Co-Manor. And that Championship table is just Incredible. (laughs) Um, There's five teams at the top of the table separated by two points and there's five teams at the bottom of the table separated by one point. Uh, Kilmarnock currently lead the table uh, by a single goal and they play against third place in the Ness, up in the just a point behind uh, Kilmarnock. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you're you're quite Keenan Kelly here.
1: Yeah, I've never seen anything like it in the Championship, but you say, it's literally two leagues. Mm-hmm. Separated by 14 points. Inverness, though, have fallen off the wagon a little bit recently. Uh, just one win in six now for Inverness. But looking at Kilmarnock, there's, there's no doubt about it. Kilmarnock play better away from home. I don't know what it is at the moment with Kilmarnock, but they're struggling at home. They're losing at home. Plastic pitch, exactly. <laughs> Maybe a, a hostile Ayrshire home crowd expecting them to, to romp to victory every week. But away from home, though. 7, 5 wins, 2 draws they've collected 17 points on the road, they've yeah. only collected 12 at home, which is quite, you probably wouldn't expect that from Kilmarnock, you'd expect yeah. them to be picking up more points at home, but they have scored in 6 of the 7 away games and they do have really, really good players for that league, I think Ollie Shaw, as I mentioned before is scoring goals for Kelly uh, Calm Henry's been a good addition as well Chris Burke still pulling the strings for Kilmarnock I just think at the moment, given the way Inverness are playing, they've lost the last two home games in Inverness, they lost the Arbroath 1-0 and they lost Dunfermline 2-1. i Really interested by the price here on Kilmarnock. They're 9-5 to win the match and they're 2-1 to to score two or more goals, which I think are both two very, very good prices. But a market I do like the look of is Kilmarnock not to lose the game and Kilmarnock to score and that piece 4-5. to and that, that will have landed in six of Comanic seven away games this season.
0: Yeah, and just on the goals angle, I mean, it is a, a, a fixture that seems to throw up goals. Uh, over two and a half has landed in eight out of the last ten meetings between the sides. Uh, albeit there's been a few 1-1 uh, kind of draws in there. David, any thoughts from yourself on this one? Uh,
2: no, not in the Comanic game. I thought I've not even looked at <laughs> that.
0: Fair enough, yeah. sorry. Greg's taking care of it for us anyway. So, uh, Greg, your bet then is up
1: double chance and Kilmarnock to score? Yeah, that's 4-5 with the bet 365. Okay. But I, I wouldn't bet I wouldn't anyone off back in Kelly to win at 9-5 or score 2 at two 2-1. They're both two really good places.
0: Yeah, anyone who listens to the podcast regularly will probably have identified Dunfermline's trip to Hamilton already this weekend, Greg. Um, we've been quite big on in this season, uh, right up until <laughs> Peter Grant got the sack. Replaced by John Hughes, and he's made an immediate impact won his first two games in charge. Went out to the Scottish Cup last weekend uh, to Partick Thistle, um, but up against the Hamilton side who's only got one win in, in nine in all competitions, get knocked out by uh, Auchinleck Talbot Sc- in the Scottish Cup last weekend. So it's no surprise to see you back in Dunfermline here?
1: No, the, the biggest surprise is the place in Dunfermline, to be fair. I think this is a two-fold approach here. Dunfermline, since John Hughes have come in, have picked up, as we expected, a really good win at Inverness and a really comfortable you know, win at home to air. Scottish Cup defeat to Thistle, I don't think they'll be too fussed about. I think this was got a late goal in that match to progress. But this is a match where you'd have to fancy Dunfermline here. Hamilton must be worth it. It's pretty embarrassing to be knocked out by a side, what, four divisions below them in the pyramid system. In uh, fact, lower than that, they're obviously a, a, a junior side. So, a really, really bad result for them last week. Hamilton, um, six losses, two defeats now as well in the league. Not scoring goals, not playing well. I think the value definitely sits here with Dunfermline. And I'm really surprised to see them as big as 17 to 10 to win the match. And also 17 to 10 to score two or more goals there's no doubt for me here that they've got a better team than hamilton they've got a new manager in but a much happier place i think east end park at the moment uh, i think <coughs> they can go there and get the win probably you've got is with this price is do you do the to score two or do you do them to win the match and in this scenario i often like to take both just in case it finishes one now mm-hmm. So, again, 17-10, to 10, I think it's a massive, massive price for this match yeah. given how poor Ham would have been. That's 17-10 to 10 with Betfred to win the match and 17-10 to 10 to score two or more with William Hill.
0: Yeah, I can't argue with any of that. David, have you come across Yogi Hughes in your time?
1: Um, no, never,
2: he's never been my manager. Obviously, I've played against his teams and actually he, he tried to see, he was the first manager to try to sign me from Queen's Park uh, when he was a corporate manager. Uh, he, he knows <laughs> that player, uh, I'll say that about him. He knows that player. Uh, <laughs> I just think, I think that's, the price you're getting under film is the sort of price you'd expect if if both these teams were just sort of on the same sort of form and in the position they're in, but I think with a new manager and winning two in a row you'd expect them to be much closer to evens so
1: anyway. I think yeah. there's another one as well of calling out that the bookies don't always get it right, when it comes to pricing up teams. I think the Auckland Lake Talbot one's are a prime example of them being yeah. horribly wrong. And I think the price here, again, is horribly wrong. The so Firmland for me should be 11 to 10 this match, probably.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at Bet365 just now. They've got Hamilton at 20, 90, 20, and Ferman at 20, 90, 20, and there's nothing to suggest that should be the case.
2: No. The-
0: OK, so we're, we're all over Dunfermline this weekend again, which uh, fingers crossed will come in for us. Uh, and another podcast favourite, Greg, is Partick Thistle, who are just on an incredible run at the moment. Eight unbeaten, seven without conceding. And a shout out to Thistle goalkeeper Jamie Sneddon, who has set the clean sheet record for the club. Uh, I think that's the first time the club has gone seven games without conceding a goal, so, so well done to them. Uh, and you think they, they should go to the South and win on Saturday?
1: Well, I think you called it Partick Thistle-Nil in a bad way, but it's now Partick Thistle-Nil for the opposition.
0: It's the it's best thing me that me ever says. happened to Partick Thistle, was, was me saying
1: that. <laughs> I think Thistle are a, a really good place at the moment. They are through next in the Scottish Cup. They are right in the mix of promotion. They've got three or four players who can score goals. I mean, obviously we speak about them every week, but they are the league's highest goal scorers. Queen of the South... Bottom of the league, but they're only one point off six um, at the moment, Queen of the South. But given the way Thistle are playing, not conceding goals, you'd have to fancy them to go to, to to Dumfries and get the win. Again, it's another one of these ones. They are even money to win the match, Thistle, with Betway, which I think is a very, very good place. And they're 11-10 to 10 to score two or more goals with Paddy Power. With Brian Graham, Zach Ruddin, Scott Tiffany involved, Every chance, this will go there and score some goals. They scored six for Hamilton recently. They got four away here. I think they've got almost a much, much better team than Queen of the South do, and they can go there and hopefully get a two 0 win. That'd be that'd be smashing. Yeah, they're still top goal scorers
0: in the league. This one, 29 goals in their fifteen games.
1: Yeah, I think the fact they're not conceding many goals, they have won. I think three of the last four games by one goal, one 0 so one of those ones, do you do them to win, or do you do them to score two or more? And again, like the Dunfermline approach, I think I'm happy to take both of them.
0: Yeah, both, uh, both them to win and the over two and a half, over yeah. one and a half goals. Uh, David, I'm guessing you're kind of on the same page here.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Kuna um, South, obviously, they haven't won a game since well, a league game since the second of October. Um, obviously, they were playing last night in the Challenge Cup which is a, a game which is they're going to have to recover from and Thistle have had the, the week off um, to train as normal. So, yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. Obviously, just one thing is they did beat Thistle 2-0 in the Cup earlier in the season down at Palmerston, so um, maybe maybe something on Thistle's mind as they go back, but I think uh, you would expect them to, 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 to get a result. Okay.
0: Uh, and just stepping into the, the lower league so going into League 1 for a look at Cove Rangers with Dumbarton and Greg Cove seem to have found their, their scoring touch again they scored 12 in the last 4, it's now 28 in the last 10 uh, at home against the Dumbarton side who to be fair were it was kind of primed for a cup upset last oh, week wasn't it against Sochi, um which they managed to win uh, and they've won 2 they've
1: won their last 2 now after a run of a 7 without a victory Yeah they went to Aloua and kind of through the form in its head by getting a 2-1 win there a few weeks ago but I don't see them going to to Aberdeen and getting anything at at Cove. As you say, Cove have scored 20 goals now in their last six home matches. Mitch Mengeson still scoring the goals up there as always. I think Dumbarton, although they have won their last two matches, is a step up in class for them. They're getting one to two for um, Cove Rangers on a Sunday morning which I thought was a tremendous price. And um, when you doubled that up with Cove to score two goals, it paid five to six. Mm-hmm. That's shortened a little bit now, but I guess that's the benefit of being on the channel. Um, you're getting places as, as they come out. So we're putting up bets four, five, six days in advance. I think the, the auckland ultimate Talbot one is a key example of that. Tipped at 13 to one, went off at 12 to five. So it's now seven to ten for Cove to win and score two. But I still think that's a very, very decent price. And You'd have to imagine Copos scored these two goals on on Saturday. Given they scored five, four, three, 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 two, and five in the last six home games. Yeah, they seem to be banging them in at the moment.
0: Uh, David, any thoughts on this game or anything else in the League One and League Two?
2: No, I just think uh, game of the game of the weekend kind of looks like it's the Queens Park Falkirk game. Two teams who I think are probably be a little bit disappointed with the. Uh, with how it's going so far this season, I think both would have expected to be, to be uh, closer to Cove if not ahead of them. Um, so yeah, interesting game. I think like Falkirk. I mean, obviously, two of my old clubs, but Falkirk are really struggling. Um, to yeah, just to put a run together. Basically, they've just been so inconsistent all season, and I think, uh, I think Queens Park would fancy their chances of. Uh, of beating them this weekend
1: I think yeah. Paul Sheeran came out and said he doesn't know if the squad can get any better just a bit of a worry
2: I mean that's very worrying for a full-time team in the League 1 there's, there's never really been a full-time team that struggled in League 1 I don't think like the most of them who go down they just kind of seem to bounce back up with no bother Hawkeye has been the <laughs> exception the last few years it's uh, yeah it's really. We'll waiting. see
1: how St. Johnston get on in a few years then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, just on Queens Park, what did we make of the appointment of
0: the, yeah. the new director of football from from Alkmaar? That's that's quite a statement to be making from a from a League One club.
2: Yeah, handing out the money. I think it's a really interesting appointment. I, I mean, I don't know what he's done um, for that for as Alkmaar, but for to come f- from there to Queens Park, he's obviously. Not going to be cheap, I don't think, for them. And it uh, should should be interesting to see what they, what he does with them uh, over yeah the next six months and into the summer. With yeah. the, uh, I presume he's there for the track. It's more of a is he sort of the, the whole culture of the club, the training. Yeah, kind of yeah. player, de, player development role, yeah. I think, is is so what they're calling it. But um, they certainly
0: seem to be seem to be putting the building blocks in place for you know for the future. Yeah. And, and,
2: um, and they're, they're in a great position in the south side of the Glasgow there where uh, there's no big football clubs. Um, <laughs> to, uh, yeah, <laughs> to, uh, the supporters are there; they just need to get them in the door. But
0: yeah, uh, they'll be out champing the doors in Mount Florida, yeah, trying know. to get, trying to get the locals in pretty soon. But um, no, good luck to them. You know, uh, it's good to see, um, and it, it shows a wee bit of vision, I guess, yeah, further, d- further down the leagues as well. So, so good luck to them. Um, Greg, anything else before we wrap up Scotland?
1: No, I think there's enough from the Premiership. Uh, and the Championship to keep us going this weekend. I think yeah, the games just, in League 1 look pretty tricky and there's three matches in League 2. Again, both, nothing really standing out.
0: Yeah, just for a wee bit of housekeeping, uh, there's also a couple of Scottish Cup games. Uh, Darville at home to Brecon, um, no prices up for that as yet. And Montrose against Kelty Hearts, which means that there are only um, three games in League 2 this weekend. Okay, we'll recap those Scottish bets uh, at the end of the podcast before before we finish up. But let's have a wee look at Norway. Uh, David, you've already touched on the fact that we're pretty much at and almost beyond the business end of the season. Gleampt can wrap up the title uh, with a win against Bran. Um, and bottom of the table um, could be decided as well at the, in that game. Um, it could see the end of Bran's challenge potentially um, to stay up in the division.
2: Yeah, and uh, Bran have just it's been I mean they started the season awful and then it kind of looked like they might pick up and their performances have been decent enough attacking wise but um defensively they're just they're just not good enough and uh, they concede too many goals I think uh only Stabak have conceded more um in fact all oh, have conceded more as well but 52 conceded in 28 games. Uh, it's not enough, and it's not good enough. And actually, like in the in the middle of the season, they signed, <laughs> they went to Viking, who were equally shocking in defence in the first half of the season, and took their worst defender to play him centre half for them. So it's not the transfer policy that's going to sort out your defence, and it's it's not worked. And yeah, they're on 22 points, and they need a bit of a medical.
0: Yeah, and they... <laughs> They've got Glemt to play again uh, yeah. on Sunday. Uh, all the games I played on Sunday this weekend, and uh, yeah, Glemt. Am I right in saying just a wins enough for them to wrap up the title this uh, weekend? No, uh,
2: they're they're only three points ahead of Moulder and Molde, uh, and the goal difference is only two better. So it's if they win and Moulder win, it's going down to the last week. Yeah. Um, if Moulder win and Glemt lose, they'll be yeah, Moulder probably would jump them uh, on goal difference. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, uh, a lot to play for, just on just on the group before we get into the best. Uh, Frederick Bjorkan, the left-back, who also yep. made his Norway debut this year. He's just signed a contract for Hertha Berlin, uh, so he's going in January. He's moving to moving to Germany to play Bundesliga football, which is yep. really exciting move for him.
0: What was the transfer for you?
2: Uh, free transfer, contract uh, ran out. Nice,
0: good player to pick up for. Yeah. yeah I've been trying
2: to... Try, uh, to try, uh, trying
0: to tout him for uh, some stuff
2: <laughs> <talk, but>,
0: uh, <laughs> nobody's There's <biting. laughs> no interest uh, Greg this to uh, be Brand game is probably the most interesting of the weekend in Norway and you've got a, a corners angle on this one and it's uh, fairly obvious as to why when you look into the stats
1: so there's one side I a Brand to be playing this weekend and I can't believe it's a way to put it a glimpse you could make it up so we should get a pretty decent price I think on Brand Corners but saying that brand, despite being bottom of the league, are the corner kings of world football, <coughs> um, maybe even in the universe. They've hit 7.8 corners a game away from home this season, which is a league high. So in contrast, all have hit 33 corners away from home this season, they've hit 109. But it's so bizarre though to see a team bottom of the league topping the, the corners table and looking through their stats, they've now hit seven or more corners now, in each of the last 12 matches. And in those 12 matches, they've hit eight or more in 10 of them. Um, they hit 11 against Moda on Sunday night, which they were thinking they were evens so to hit six. Not sure what price we'll get for them on Sunday. I've had to chase up Skybet to try and get some markets out. There's no markets at all for this match on Skybet. They've now put them up, but there's no corner markets yet. So I'll be keeping a close eye on that one, but I think there's got to be an angle here, given Bran have to win. Should be quite an opening match, you'd imagine? Obviously, we don't want to try and get things wrapped up in terms of the title. It's kind of the last chance to win now for Bran as well. They have to win this match, really, or get something from it anyway, if they've got any hope of staying up. Mm-hmm. So given the corner stats here, you'd have to fancy Bran hitting at least five. So hopefully bookies play ball and... Don't bother their are checking Brands' corner stats and just base it on the fact they're 6-1 to, to win the game, Brand. Yeah, and so top I'm bottom hoping, Yeah, exactly. And that's how lazy the bookies can be sometimes. So I'm hoping yeah. we can get uh, a play on maybe five Brand corners. Yeah, okay. uh, I don't think we'll get a play in four, but hopefully we'll get a play in five. OK, we'll keep an eye out for that appearing
0: on the channel. Uh, David, for Molda, it's kind of last chance saloon for them, really. They really need to win this weekend uh, and they're at home to, to Lil'Strom.
2: Yeah, and Molder has just it's been really frustrating this year, Molder. They've, they've looked so good at times, but just lost some games that they shouldn't have and Johnson games that they shouldn't have. Um, but interestingly, the price, Molder and have the same price this weekend on Bet 365 and Lillestrom, who are fourth for the league, and Bran, who are bottom, have the same price against the, <laughs> It's really strange. There? I'm not really sure what's going on. Because Lillestrom had a really good win last week as well. Um they they won 4-1 Lethurstrom's cod set. So they're coming into this one and Lillestrom are thinking that they I mean that they need to win if they have any chance of getting into Europe. Basically there's they're six points behind the uh, V King. They need to hope V King don't win. Uh, if they've Got it. But even fourth place for Leelastream would be a really big achievement on uh, the back of promotion. But um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking at this game and just thinking it's molding to win. Leelastream are keen to win. It's going to be an attacking affair. Both both of them have uh, both of them have got no reason to sit back. Leelastream generally generally don't uh, even away from home. In fact, they've got I think they they've got the third best. Um, sorry they've got the fourth best away record uh, in the league and it's just one point less than mold they've taken away from home so they're away from some pretty solid um i think corners in this game is a is a good way to go um if you look at look at the numbers uh, for molder home games um they hit good numbers pretty often their last sort of home games eleven five seven six six nine they've hit themselves Lillestrøm. Um, Lillestrøm, when they go away from home, the, the numbers haven't been great recently. But I, I, this is this is a really uh, eight, like eight seven four five three six four three. They do hit. They contribute to the corner count, and I just think this is a gut feeling. I think this is going to be an attacking game. I'm happy to double up over nine and a half corners with the Viking versus Odd game. So all the all the games are on at the same time on Sunday. So this the yeah. uh, double uh, much easier to play with. Uh, Viking a win guarantees them um, third place. They still could potentially go jump Mulder, but it's probably unlikely now because uh, Mulder sh- should win at the weekend themselves. But later are home to Odd, who are in absolute freefall um, and still need still need some uh, some sort of result to to avoid getting caught by Starbuck so Starbuck if they win both the games would be, would jump odd which would be an absolute incredible uh turnaround because odds uh, started this season pretty recently so I just think it's going to be another game where both teams will be looking to attack viking only know to attack and uh, just looking at their recent corners at home they've hit seven seven 12 and eight in the last four games um so over nine and a half, uh, for both of them, and the double pays around two point four on the B three six five. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, so yeah, I'm quite happy with that. I think it's going to be two two pretty open games that uh, should be should be full of uh, should full of corners.
0: Okay, so a wee corners double for you there. And you've got one more bet for us, which is in the Sapsborg v Tromso game.
2: Yeah, uh, I was really surprised to see the prices on uh, on this one. Sarpsborg play at home to and Sarpsborg are in great form. Uh, they've won five out of the last six. A complete turnaround from uh, what was previously. But uh I was looking at looking at the both teams to score market, which was um pretty well priced at one point eight five. Um and just looking through Sarpsborg's previous games, I think it's ten of the last eleven. I've had both teams scoring. And to, Ten of the last eleven, and over the last twelve games, ten of them have gone for uh, over two and a half goals. So I was very surprised to see that over two and a half goals was what as high as one point nine, and the both teams to score and over two and a half goals double, which I think is pretty likely given that tr- what Tromsø are now safe and can relax. They've gen they've been scoring goals away from home anyway. I think they scored they scored in. Um, they scored in four of oh, the scored in seven of the last eight away games. Um and now that they're safe, they can relax and play the attacking football that they enjoy playing anyway. So two point three oh for both teams to score in over two point five goals, which seems very likely to be given how Sarpsborgs form has been recently and how Trump's to uh, play away from home. So two point three, I thought was very generous. I, th- I thought it would be much closer to to sort of 10 to 11 for that given the the recent history of uh, Sarpsburg especially.
0: Have you done that bet on a bet builder?
2: Yeah, 2.3 on a bet builder.
0: Yeah. Because Bet365 has shown up as 5 to 4 for over two and a half for both teams to score. So.
2: Okay yeah, on the bet builder both teams score over two, point, over two goals in the match, 2.3 on the, the bet builder. So that okay. is much better than 5 to 4, or not much better, but it is better.
0: I'm quite, I'll try to do some maths in my head there <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. We, all
2: need, we all need to get Decimal that we, just, we do, right? just make it a whole lot easier hey,
1: Greg anything else
0: for you in Norway before we wrap up there? Probably some goals
1: actually um, Oh yeah With all we all games starting our at end at two of season o'clock. goals bonanza. So yeah. all eight matches, two o'clock Simply we'll be doing all matches over 2.5 1.5, a goal in the first ten minutes In some of the games And a goal in the first half an hour yeah, so, for, as well. so for anyone and,
0: who's who's maybe not a regular on the podcast, can you just explain how you do the the goals in the first ten minutes for us?
1: Yeah, so you can get them pre-match in the in the goals markets on, and most firms will do go in the first ten minutes. I'll usually pick five. With there being eight matches, I probably won't do the do the full eight. So I'll, I'll pick at least five. But what I will do is I will do all <laughs> eight matches. that go in the first half an hour. William Hill will offer that market um, pre-match and, and their goal time market, so as do be- 365 in the in-play market, so you can do that, probably best to do it with William Hill to be fair, you don't have to wait until 10 minutes before kick off. Yeah. But it's yeah. always worth doing, um, especially at this, this time of the season too.
0: Yeah, you always like it the last couple of weeks, don't you? Yes. Okay so fingers crossed for an exciting just, um sorry on you go
2: David yeah just while we while we're here um there's still some action going on in the Obos league and it's the playoffs um okay. so last night last night Songdal played away at uh, KFUM Oslo and um, the YMCA Oslo they they lost so uh, Songdal lost so KFUM Oslo go on to play the fourth team in the league so they travel to Frederickstad on Monday um and the winner of that travels to yarv on uh next saturday i think and then the winner of that plays whoever finishes 14th and the it's like trying to get into league two in scotland basically Yeah, yeah quite a point um, <laughs> so yeah so Frederickstad dad play Koffer on monday that's a big game to see who goes into the final pl- yeah the sort well the semi-final i guess against yarv and also on saturday um Sherdals sure, Blink play to try and avoid relegation, so I, sh- I sent the guys some pictures last night of the the snow um, in Ulstenvik. Uh, they were playing against Hood uh, in the first leg. Um, it finished 3-2 to Hood, who were trying to get promoted to the Obos League um, this uh, this year. Um, Sherdals sure, Blink obviously trying to stop getting relegated. They are at home on Saturday at four o'clock, 3pm uh, UK time that is, and I'm going along, I'm going to be very cold, but I think Shora's sure Blinker even money um, at home to head Their home form has been okay, they've won six times at home this year, which is basically most of their wins. Um, most of their points have come at home. Uh, should be a pretty tight game. Uh, I think they've been They were the lowest scorers in the league uh, In August league and last year So I think uh, it's going to be a tight game But I'm hoping sure us can stay in the division And I can uh, renew my season ticket for next year Indeed, just you make
0: sure you wrap up Nice and warm Yeah, right? I'm definitely going to have to Don't want you missing next week's podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's the last one of the season in Norway Potentially, we'll probably cover the, the playoffs as well. But um, yeah, so fingers crossed for, for a, a goal-laden uh, second last week in the later season. Um, and certainly looking out for some corners as well, which uh, Greg will post on the channel um, once those prices are available. Greg, can you just give us a wee recap of your best bets for the weekend?
1: Yeah, so starting off in the Scottish Premiership, Aberdeen versus St Milne, uh, Taking Aberdeen to win that match at 11-10 with William Hill. And also really keen on St Martin to get four or more corners at five to six with Skybet. Dundee, travelled to Rangers on Saturday also. And I'll be taking Dundee to hit just three corners at five to six with Skybet also. What I will say is the other book has been very, very lazy this week so far. Skybet are the only ones offering us team corner markets at the moment. And when that happens, prices tend to shorten pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So just waiting on Bet 365, Paddy Power, Bet Victor, etc., offering team corner markets on those corner teams. Uh, moving into the championship on Friday night, I'm taking Dunferm- Kilmarnock double chance and to score at 4 to 5, um, and that is with Bet 365. Uh, Dunfermline travelled to Hamilton on Saturday also in the championship and two bets on this match. Taking Dunfermline to win the match at 17 to 10 with Bet Fred and also taking Felman to score two or more goals at 17 to 10 with William Hill. And finally, from the Championship in Scotland, taking Patrick Thistle away to Queen of the South. of Thistle to score two or more at 11 to 10 with Paddy Power. and part of Thistle to win the match at Even Money, and that is with Betway. And finally, in League One, I'm taking Cove Reiner to win and score two, and that was tipped at 5 to 6 on the channel on Monday, and it's now 7 to 10.
2: Okay, and David? Yeah, over to Norway. Um, first of all, a, a corners double. I'm looking at the Viking versus Odd Game and Mulder versus Leyland's Both to have more than uh, 9.5 corners, so 10, 10 plus, and that pays 2.35 on Bet365. And I'm also looking at the Sarpsborg with uh game. Uh, it's both teams are scoring over two and a half goals and that pays two point three oh on the Bet Builder with three six five. Um and I quite like the look of sure Blanket blanket even money at home to hood um on Saturday afternoon. Saturday, at
0: four? Uh
2: three PM UK, 3 p.m. four PM. UK. No, okay. way. no worries. Good stuff. Now that's us for this
0: week's podcast. Don't forget you can follow the guys on Twitter at Browning84Greg and at dweatherston11. And don't forget to check out davidweatherstonfootball.com where David provides more in-depth analysis of the football in Norway. And if you want more tips like these from Greg then make sure you join his Telegram channel. Uh, just visit gambler.co.uk for all the details of how to sign up there there is a Black Friday offer which expires on Friday at midnight if you want to join the channel for a year and get 12 months for the price of nine, we'd advise you to take up that offer before it ends on midnight on Friday and that's us for this week, thank you very much for listening and best of luck with all your bets this weekend thank you and good luck
2: cheers guys, good luck